It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Have you ever wondered why the news plays the same five stories again and again? Let me give you a little hint. Brainwashing and repetition is the most basic form of brainwashing. Join me as we look at the news cycle and talk about why the mainstream media is so gutless and afraid to report the truth. happening welcome to troubled minds news i'm your host michael strange and what's going on guys how's everybody doing hope you're well happy friday all the rest of those amazing things that happen on friday happy friday uh so as you know what's going on i see everybody in the chat thanks for hanging out thanks for showing up uh prime loot i have no idea what that is (laughs) i have no idea uh okay so anyway uh this is the show uh where we get together and just talk about the news and uh uh, the the idea there is that uh the the mainstream media is just like i said in the intro there it's uh, it's it's kind of a joke these days, and so you can't even get any news anymore uh, properly without it being politicized or uh, you know redacted or spun or basically just flat out lies. So well, uh, let's do it ourselves. <laughs> let's just do it our damn selves, and uh, that's what that's what this show's about. It's part of a larger show called Troubled Minds Radio that we do Monday through Thursday, and of course that's a that's the nighttime show. We do it at seven p.m. Pacific, and we talk about all the crazy stuff, all the crazy stuff. Uh, this one's a little more down to earth, uh, just kind of looking at the news cycles, uh, talking about why they're uh the why they are the way they are and then uh just discussing uh quick hit news stories uh pretty simple as that uh so so as as always if you guys want to be part of the show you can uh reach us at 702-957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 click the discord link at troubledminds.org watch in all the places and uh we'll uh we'll see you there we'll see you on discord or we'll see you on uh on the chat here it's part of or on the uh the phone line it's part of part of the transparency process i talk about it a lot in that uh, the government's really crappy at it. The, uh, uh, the, the the news media and these private companies are really crappy at it. Nobody knows knows how to do transparency anymore because uh, it, it doesn't. It's not in their best interest, right? They they'd rather hide what they do because uh, the, the stuff they're doing is shady, and that's that's the way it is, right? It's just shady. So uh, anyway, that's what's up. That's what this is, and uh, that's what's going on. So uh, I see you guys in the chat. What's happening? Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for showing up. And uh, let's let's do it. Let's get to 
the news here. Uh, let's begin with this one. This is from uh, Tor.com, and uh, this is pretty cool. This is uh, today, Friday, January 7th, and uh, it's five. The headline is five hypothetical reasons aliens would bother visiting Earth. And uh, yeah, right. And pretty good stuff. I was like, yeah, why not? Right. This is this is what we need to be talking about, don't we? This is this is one of those. Uh, why not? Right. So number one, uh, they say a perceived threat. Excuse me, as I yawn, perceived threat. Yeah, so regrettably, it seems our radio and television signals become inaudible noise fairly close to the solar system. Uh, what should be clearly detectable across a surprising fraction of the Milky Way, however, are exo-atmospheric nuclear detonations like the ones produced by the 1960s U.S. and Soviet Union weapons test. Good news. Uh, our neighbors within 70 light years are probably not judging us by the gong show, the trouble with Tracy or Big Brother. Uh, they're judging us by the fact we are uh, demonstrably using nuclear weapons. Uh, a question that may well occur uh, to our hypothetical aliens. If humans are willing to use nuclear weapons on each other, what will they do to beings not related to them at all? So uh, they would uh, maybe one of the reasons they visit us would be a perceived threat. Perceived threat. And uh, yeah, so uh, there you go. There's an Another one, uh, acquisition of biological materials. Again, we're talking about uh, why five hypothetical reasons aliens would bother visiting Earth. Number one, we may be a threat. Two, acquisition of biological materials. Uh, this is a pretty good article here, good stuff. Every species on Earth is the product of billions of years of variation and natural selection. Even if every life-bearing world has the same fundamental biochemistry, it's vanishingly unlikely that any two worlds have the same life forms living on them. Not only does it appear plausible that the Earth's life forms are unique to Earth, it's almost certainly the case. So they're saying that uh, they may come to, to get biological materials, whether that's, well, I don't know, cattle <laughs> or uh, people, maybe. Who knows? Uh, here's another one. Number three, uh, cultural exchange. And again, uh, reasons why aliens might visit Earth uh, hypothetically. Uh, so here we go. Humans have their annoying quirks, but they are very, very good at producing human art and culture. Indeed, humans seem to produce art and culture like a plant produces oxygen. If aliens want their Rembrandt paintings, uh, Lagan DVDs and baby metal albums, aliens will have to come to Earth to acquire them. No, Gucci goo. Uh, here's another one. Convenient living space. I don't know. What do you guys think? Is this, uh, are these guys on the ball writing this article or is this just seem a little bit goofy? Um, uh, let's go one more. Convenient living space. Uh, it will come as no surprise to anyone living in a set settler nation. Earth may be valuable because it's a life-bearing world with abundant water and free oxygen where beings like us could live. We have no idea how rare those are. It's it's true we're living on the planet at the moment, but any civilization that can reach us commands technology we cannot match. Given how many people are uh, where they are because they are aggressively seized land from previous occupants, it doesn't seem as if humans displaced by aliens would have any grounds for complaint. Humans being humans, no doubt, they will protest bitterly for however long it takes uh, the heat rays to be deployed. <laughs> uh, and let's see, the last one, location, location, location. Of course, why not? Uh, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so, yeah, I'm five hypothetical reasons not bad not terrible yeah convenient living space i don't know that seems seems a little bit uh, a little bit out there but that's okay we can give the give them the benefit of the doubt nice try here uh, james davis nickel wrote this article came out today and why not why not some hypothetical reasons why the aliens would uh, visit us or not uh let's go to uh let me link that if you want to check that out read the article in full uh yeah exactly exactly there's there's a there's some pretty it's, it's, it's an odd article a little bit but i thought it was fun anyway. Uh, let's go to uh, space.com. We're going to go to the Hubble. Let's go to the Hubble. Uh, the the um, let's see. Yeah, the okay, the Milky Way's outer reaches may have lumpy, choppy 
arms. Uh-oh. Uh, the new model presents a contrast to the traditional long, sleek arms presented in images of our galaxy. Uh-oh. What does that mean? Does that mean the octopus we talked about is indeed in play? <laughs> uh, here we go. We, need, we may need to check our assumptions about how the Milky Way looks to an outsider. While the typical artist image of our galaxy suggests a barred spiral with long, graceful arms... The challenge is that we have made these interpretations from data collected within the galaxy, which provides a poor view of its outer reaches. Uh, new work from the Hubble Space Telescope, based on measuring distances to cosmic objects, shows at least part of the outer arms may be clumpier and stubbier than believed. That said, predictions suggesting a lump lumpier set of arms at the galaxy's outer edge uh, were made as far back as 1971, the research team said. Quote, it's a good possibility that the outer disk of the Milky Way resembles the nearby galaxy messier 83 with shorter chopped up pieces of arms josh peak an associate astronomer at the space telescope science institute the stscl in baltimore uh, said in a statement uh, peak and his colleagues focused on studying the perseus spiral arm of the milky way mapping our galaxy typically involves trying to measure distances to different objects scientists can use masers m-a-s-e-r-s which are naturally occurring radio sources that happen in regions with a lot of massive stars being formed but these masers aren't everywhere uh, scientists often need to use other techniques to approximate galactic scale distances so there you go the uh, uh the hubble says yeah exactly the the milky way's outer reaches may have a lumpy choppy arms <laughs> okay all right cool uh, uh looking to hear from you uh, you, you want to call in and be part of the show 702-957-1037 we'll put you on it's easy as that watch in the discord as well if you want to hop on with uh troubledminds.org click the discord link let's go to uh whoever this is what's happening you're on troubled minds with mike what's your first name where are you calling from hi mike uh, i'm andrew how you doing today i'm doing well what's happening andrew how are you Oh, I'm doing all right and happy it's finally, you know, positive digits over here for weather. So, <laughs> right on, right on. Coming from uh, beautiful state of Montana. Nice, nice. Andrew in Montana. Uh, go right ahead. What's, uh, what's on your mind, my friend? Yes, sir. Well, I'm calling about the topic of possible alien habitation of Earth. All right. Sweet. Um, what do you think? I'm going to try to not go too sci fi here. You're allowed to go um, as sci fi as you like. Go so, right ahead, sir. <laughs> fantastic. So, with the premise of um, life being so abundant here on Earth because of our atmosphere, I'm just kind of wondering, what if life on other planets doesn't exactly need the atmosphere that we have? What if they were to, I guess, engineer the Earth in a way that they'd be able to you know, live on it, I guess? So that way they can mine our resources and possibly mine human beings, almost like a, a Matrix sort of, sort of deal, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, um, like just a terraform, terraform yeah. it in the way that they need it to, to be. That makes sense. What if it already is? What if it's this way because they came a long time ago and made it this way? There's another thought as well. You know, that is a really good thought. You know, I've, I've stayed awake at night thinking about what if we were uh, engineered by the aliens or by extraterrestrials somewhere in some way, you know? You know, what if we are terraforming the planet uh, just by warming it up with our carbon emissions? You know, what, what if that's something that they need? Yeah, yeah, could be. That's you know, the, I, the ancient astronaut theorist would say yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Like with, uh, with Venus, for instance, how we've maybe found life uh, in its clouds. 
you know, a, a once thought to be an inhabitable, uh, inhabitable world might have life on it. Now, if life can possibly survive the clouds of Venus, who's to say that it's not intelligent life waiting for us to either die out, kill ourselves, or maybe they're just waiting to take over. Yep. Yep. You know, I, yep. I, I think life is closer to us than we've ever really thought possible, or at least the general public. You know, I, I'm sure our government knows all about what's going on out there and they're keeping us in the dark. They just use us as um, slave labor, basically. Right. Tax slaves. Don't get me started on taxes. <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah, you're, you're, hey, I think taxation you're, without representation is uh, theft. So yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Uh, so, so, uh, good, good takes here on this stuff. Um, you are, you are a first time caller. Where did you find us? Oh, uh, I actually found you on Spotify. Uh, okay. I've been listening for the last probably about five ish months. Okay. Um, this is just the first time I've actually had to, or, first moment i've had to call in i'm really happy i got on okay sweet sweet i appreciate it uh thanks for calling thanks for listening uh what, what else do you have on your mind while we got you on the phone absolutely um you know i, I think that's about it um i just i love your uh, podcast love what you do and i really like the people who you have in your discord it's really cool to see their takes and everything you know they've really opened my eyes to some possibilities that i never really thought of it's really cool right on i agree 100 percent. amazing people part of this community and uh you are uh welcome and uh thanks Absolutely. for thanks for sharing your take and look forward to speaking to you in the future okay oh you bet i'll try to call in uh more often here in the future all right. Sounds good. Appreciate it, Andrew. Happy New Year, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for the phone call. There you go. Easy as that. Phone line works, and uh, thank you, uh, first-time caller. Love that. And uh, good takes on why uh, the aliens may or may not be here. Love it. Uh, one more time, 702-957-1037. Get the uh, rare news call. We don't get a lot of calls on the news show, but uh, good stuff. And uh, there you go. We'll put you on. Easy peasy as that. Thank you for the call, Andrew, and let's keep on trucking. Always more to go. Uh, where are we at time-wise? I think we're good. Yeah, everything's fine. All right, let's go to this. This is fizz.org, and this is pretty wild here. Uh, eccentric exoplanet discovered. Uh-oh. What does this mean? Uh, led by the University of Bern and an international research team has discovered a sub-Neptune exoplanet orbiting a red dwarf star. The discovery was also made thanks to observations performed by the St. X Observatory in Mexico. And St. X is run by a consortium including the Center for Space and Habitability at the University of Bern and the National Center of Competence and Research, NCCR Planets. Uh, red dwarfs are small stars and thus much cooler than our sun. Around stars like these, liquid water is possible on planets much closer to the star than in our solar system, of course, because they're cooler stars. The distance between an exoplanet and its star is a crucial factor in its detection. The closer the planet to its host star, the higher the probability that it can be detected. Uh, in a recent study published in the journal Astronomy and Astrophysics, researchers led by Dr. Nicole Scanchi of the, is that Scanchi? Shanchi? Something? Anyway, of the Center for Space and Habitability, uh, Let's see. Report the discovery of exoplanet TOI two two five seven. And is it me, or do these uh, planets seem more and more like they're uh, like being named like um, like uh, um, <laughs> like Stargate or something? TOI two two five seven B sounds like uh, a total like Stargate situation right there. <laughs> anyway, uh, Nicole Nicole Scanchi is also a member of the National Center of Competence and Research Planets. Blah blah blah. Anyway, interesting uh, exoplanets and. Uh, being discovered and all kinds of good stuff as usual and uh thank you again andrew for the call very very good stuff and uh what we're gonna do is take a quick break and of course get a word from our sponsor which 
is you. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Are you digging this show? If so, you can support us quite easily and at no additional cost to you if you already have an Amazon Prime account. Since we stream on Twitch every day, all you have to do is link your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account, and they give you free games on a monthly basis for your personal use, and also a bonus $5 a month to send to your favorite streamer as a way to bring more people to Twitch. And all you have to do is sync up to two accounts and click subscribe. Thanks for considering us. All right, let's keep on trucking, shall we? Let's go to this. This is a Gizmodo, and uh, this is this is the one we've been on tenterhooks about, which is the the mystery hut on Mars. Well, well, <laughs> wouldn't you know it? <laughs> Headline is mystery hut spotted on far side of the moon is a huge disappointment. Oh, uh, it took China's U two two rover a full month to reach its underwhelming destination. And uh, there we go. Looks like a photograph. The object as imaged by the U two two rover. And uh, yeah, looks like a rock. <laughs> looks like a rock, ladies and gentlemen. After weeks of anticipation, China's U two two rover has finally reached an intriguing object that appeared on the lunar horizon uh, last December, revealing it to be nothing more than an irregularly shaped rock. Space exploration is fun because it lets our imaginations run wild uh, when weird and inexplicable things suddenly appear like a looming shape uh, the, the looming shape the far side of the moon, on the far side of the moon we can't help but hope it's a previously unknown celestial phenomenon of the discarded remnant of an alien spaceship meanwhile the rational parts of our brain remind us of Occam's razor uh, the dictum that implores us to seek out the simplest explanation. In the case of the so-called mystery hut we always knew it was a rock and uh yeah well i said as, as this guy says i said as much back in early december oh oh really you're 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 <laughs> george dvorsky here is uh he's he said i told you so i said back in december it was a rock come on <laughs> of course it was a rock of course it was a rock <laughs> uh but i mean you know come on uh, there's there's the image uh remember though there's some there was some weirdness with this because they it, it seemed like the first image we saw of this thing was that it was 
was a um, it, it appeared that it was kind of far out in the distance, but the, the the actual distance they gave us was remember less than a baseball field, less than a home run, so it was less than three hundred feet away. But um, it, it seemed like so far so far on the horizon. So it see it seemed then like it was probably a rock, but who knows, right? They, since they called it a mystery hut, and it, you know the internet went wild. And what's up, Drew says. Um, uh, what's up, Bronx? First time watching live, amazing show. Thank you, appreciate that. Uh, Drew uh, just called and said, I don't buy the rock idea. Something seems fishy with that assumption. The U22 took a the photo of something square. Maybe I was a bit too optimistic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it was hard to say because again, like you know, you got shadow effects on the moon and some other stuff. So I, I don't know. We'll see. Like as always, if this was something like you know actually mysterious, uh, the the funny part comes into that. Uh, would we expect China to actually tell us what it was? Right. I think that's the thing. So uh, I'm uh, I'm probably in in the realm of this was this was a rock. This was always a rock. It was fun to speculate, fun to talk about and think about. But I think that, uh, you know, it, if it was a little bit more compelling shape wise, maybe oh, I don't know, like a pyramid or something, uh, that would be something. But I, it, it always kind of looked like a rock. And here we are. Remember, there we go. There's the initial photo. If you guys remember, let's full screen this. You could check it out. Uh, remember that it just kind of like sitting out there on the horizon. And remember that first one was 328 feet away. So that was a uh, it just seemed like, uh, yeah, like if it was a large pyramid structure. OK, well, or an obelisk or something. Right. Yeah. Uh, but uh, there you go. We wouldn't know if it was a hut. They'd never tell us as a Sissa alien. And that's that's true. That is true. But from from remember from the initial picture here, it was uh, pretty, pretty uninspiring other than the fact that, you know, it kind of sat out there on the horizon. Just uh well, anyway, anyway, it's impossible to really know unless uh, unless you go up there and check yourself, right? But uh, let's see, a panorama view showing the rock just to the right and center along the edge of the crater. So here we go. Here's another image of this if you want to check it out over here on this side. So if you see right there, uh, it's actually you know, kind of sitting on the edge of a crater. So that's what makes it seem like it's popping up. I don't know. Like I said, it's, it's hard to say. I don't know where the initial uh, photo photo was taken. Was it from this vantage point this way, or was it this way or anyway, uh, whatever. Uh, they told us it was a rock. Okay, it's a rock. That's fine. It's, it's pro- I mean, it's probably a rock, if, if we're being real. So, whatever. Uh, it doesn't mean that there might not be or uh, other mysterious things on the moon. So, just uh, just FYI. Don't stop dreaming just because this one might be a rock. It's all good. Uh, all right, here we go. Let's uh, let's drop this in. What's up? Let's go to CNN. And, uh, yeah, well, the Citigroup, yeah, to fire unvaccinated employees this month. Uh, well, what can you do? Citigroup staff in the United States who, uh, who would not... Uh, who have not been vaccinated against COVID-19 by January 14th will be placed on unpaid leave and fired at the end of the month unless they are granted an exemption. A source familiar with this matter said on Friday, the U.S. uh, announced its plan to impose new vaccination rules in October and now becomes the first major Wall Street institution to follow through with a strict vaccine mandate. Uh, Its move comes as the financial industry grapples with how to bring workers back to offices safely and get back to business as usual at a time when the highly infectious Omicron coronavirus variant is spread like wildfire. Other major Wall Street banks, including Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley, J.P. Morgan Chase, have told, told some unvaccinated employees to work from home, but none has yet uh, gone so far as sacking staff. Uh, while Citigroup is the first Wall Street bank to enforce a vaccine mandate, a handful of other major U.S. companies have introduced no jab 
no job. Oh boy, oh boy. Uh, policies including Google and the and United Airlines with varying degrees of stringency. Stringency. I can't say it. More than ninety percent of Citigroup employees have complied with the mandate so far, and that figure is rising rapidly. The source said, adding that the timing of the vaccination mandate would be different for branch staff. So, uh, well, this is this is an unfortunate thing that we find ourselves here. Um, uh, once again, it's uh, it seems pretty draconian to not only uh, number one um, hold, give Pfizer and all these guys like you know you can't sue them if something goes wrong. So there's that. Then the second part is make it a mandate situation where people will lose their jobs if they don't take this right. Like it's uh, having both is one or the other. Sure, fine. Having both is. And then did you guys see the FOIA office where they they they're hiding the information? And they said it'll take them 55 years to get the information out uh, regarding the vaccine itself um, and how they, uh, you know, some of the science behind it. I'll actually look that one up. And uh, yeah, 702-957-1037. Watch this. This is nuts. This is nuts. Because uh, it, it adds perfectly to what we're talking about here. So let's, uh, uh, here we go. Let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay, there, there it is. Uh, so this is actually a brand new pipe and hot news because they updated this today. Uh, but when this first came out, uh, they said that uh, they were going to have to, uh, it, it would take 55 years, 55 years for, uh, 75 years, right? Something like that, right? Exactly. To get the information out, which seems absolutely ludicrous, absolutely insane. So um, here's this, and this is from, uh, what's this? Uh, Endpoint, Endpoints News. Uh, FDA loses a FOIA suit over Pfizer vaccine documents and must release 55,000 pages per month, right? So they actually got smacked down and said no, that uh, you, you're not going to, you're not allowed to wait. 75 years. That's BS. So a district court in Texas will likely tie up the FDA's FOIA office for months as the court ruled late Thursday that the agency must release all documents related to its review of Pfizer Biotech's COVID-19 vaccine. The order from District uh, Judge Mark Pittman handed down late Thursday notes that while the court recognizes the unduly burdensome challenges that this FOIA request may present to the FDA, there also may not be a more important issue at the FDA right now than the pandemic. Uh, the Pfizer vaccine getting every American vaccinated and etc so on so uh so so interesting that uh it got smacked down in the foia thing in court and so they're instead of saying 75 years or whatever which which was absolutely ludicrous uh at least this is going to happen now so yeah exactly so at least at least they're the uh and, and the argument this is now this is pretty wild the argument was uh that they were not going to release this information because uh they didn't want to 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 clog up the works uh, for other foias so now what they're saying is that because of this, now they're going to have to stop everything they're doing, all the other FOIA stuff they're working on, and make other people wait who've been filing stuff for years or whatever, uh, because these these FOIA requests take forever. If you if you've ever done one or are familiar with the process, it sometimes takes years to get to get a response back, and then sometimes they'll wait like three years and send you a, a form that says, "Oh, uh, we need more information. What did, exactly did you mean? Please clarify." And then so you got to send it back in and then wait more years. It's 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 so stupid. So so anyway, this this uh, this is interesting in that. Well, we'll see. Fifty five thousand pages per month. Like how on God's green earth? Like that's a lot of damn pages. Like what 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 do you think could be in there? That's that's pretty wild. Anyway, uh, just uh, just a side story to this unfortunate uh, firing of people and the, the vaccine and all this stuff. Blah blah blah. Uh, let's go to uh, let's continue. Let us continue, shall we? 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll see you guys in the chat. Uh, CryptoGlobe.com. Let's go here. This is uh, Samsung enters Metaverse through collaboration with Decentraland, which is a dollar sign mana. Oh, mana. All right. Uh, let's see. Um, Let's see. Samsung Electronics America is set to enter the metaverse world through a new collaboration with Ethereum-based platform Decentraland. The company is set to open a virtual version of its flagship 837 physical store in the digital world. As the block reported, the physical store is located at 837 Washington Street in New York City. The virtual store will be dubbed Samsung 837X and will be open on the Decentraland metaverse for a limited amount of time. The news outlet quoted a Samsung spokesperson saying that this is one of the largest brand land takeovers in the history of Decentraland and added that the virtual store will offer digital adventures through a connectivity theater and sustainable forest as well as a musical celebration. The connectivity theater is set to showcase Samsung's news from the Consumer Electronics Show, the CES, which started January 5th and ends on January 8th. Uh, CES, actually, uh, the Consumer Electronics Show, they're saying that uh, that's also, by the way, uh, getting some big news over here in Vegas because they're saying that the the floors are empty because... uh, and nobody's there because you have to be fully, uh, fully, uh, uh, vaccinated so uh, people are doing it digitally instead so they're you know live streaming stuff and people aren't actually there they're watching on live streams or whatever from wherever else so uh, clearly right we, we got some we got some reckoning here we got some problems that uh, need to be addressed or th- things are gonna things the way we knew them are no longer going to exist and that's that's unfortunate um, so let's see uh, what do we got time wise I think we're good 702-957-1037 uh, troubledminds.org click the discord link and uh, just kicking it. It's Happy Friday, talking news and uh, talking about you and talking about all the rest of this stuff. Let's see, uh, time-wise. Yeah, we're good. All right, let's do another one. Uh, this is uh, this is pretty wild. Did you guys see this? This is from The Guardian. Now, uh, this is nuts. Um, the, remember the Ghislaine Maxwell trial? We're like, there's going to be some sort of shenanigans. There's got to be. Well, here's your shenanigans. Uh, Ghislaine Maxwell, key juror has hired lawyer, trial judge says. Now, now the reason why, of course, is uh, the uh, Maxwell's lawyers say they will request retrial after un- unidentified juror told reporters he was sexually abused as a child, right? So clearly, uh, that's that would be of interest to people in the jury selection process. And if that didn't come out till afterward um, pretty much nothing they could say to somebody that had been abused as a child it, it, basically it, it's it, it soils the jury right it, it's it's uh, it, it's unfortunate that again uh, sexually abused as a child clearly that that's the tragedy here but it throws a a serious uh, um, wrench in the works when we're talking about her conviction so here we go a juror who sat at the uh, sat sat at the trial of Ghislaine Maxwell last month and has now told reporters he was sexually abused as a child has retained a lawyer the trial said a judge the trial judge said on thursday a second juror has also said they too discussed the experience of being sexually abused as a child during deliberations the new york times reported see like uh, this is horrific this is stuff this, this is happening out there guys everybody that says oh this stuff doesn't happen well it happens it happens right uh, the the uh, you know the, the old cnn q on talking point uh, oh it's just people or uh, anyway whatever the the unidentified first jurors public interviews uh, led defense lawyers in the case to say 
say they will request a new trial. U.S. District Judge Allison Nathan asked them to formally do so by January 19th. In an order on Thursday, Judge Nathan said the jurors retained lawyer Todd Spodek had informed her that the juror did not want the court to appoint a lawyer for him as she had offered. Uh, Spodek is well known in the New York legal world, including representing Anna Sorokin, who once posed as a foreign heiress to infiltrate Manhattan's elite social circles. Spodek did not immediately return a request for comment. So, uh, unfortunately, we do have some shenanigans here with um, uh, if if this is the case, uh, I mean, yeah, you got to think in terms of um, uh, again, I'm not defending this. I, I, I knew we, we had a feeling there was going to be some shenanigans with this, right? With the, this, this Maxwell trial. And so we have this instead. And uh, this is the kind of shenanigans. Um, it's, you know, it's part of the jury process. You're supposed to like, that's probably one of the first questions they ask these people. And if they didn't fess up and say that, yes, uh, this happened to me or whatever, I had an experience or whatever, blah, 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 uh, they shouldn't have been on this jury. So um, problems, issues, as always, right, shenanigans, like like we expected, and it's unfortunate. Uh, but uh, we'll see what happens with this, and uh, that's that. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Troubled Minds News. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we... We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Let's drink some coffee, clear my throat. Let's do it. Welcome back to a Troubled Minds News. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and uh, let us continue, shall we? Let's, uh, let's go to this. Let's move on to interesting engineering. And, yep, there's always more. Here it is, linking it in the chat. And uh, this is pretty wild. This is uh, your, your uh, a tiny new ring could transform human health. Uh, wearables, guys, wearables. It's the future. Uh, it can track everything from steps to blood oxygen. Hmm. Cool. All right. At CES 2022 is packed with wearable tech companies that are betting that consumers want to continuously track their health metrics 24 uh, seven. That's one reason that, uh, that competition in the smart ring space is heating up. Movano introduced its flagship product, the Movano ring earlier this week in Las Vegas. What remains unclear is how much it will cost. Its price point, which is expected to be announced later this year is, is, is substantially less than the aura ring. A O U R a, the new company could become an extremely attractive, attractive option for health enthusiasts looking to buy their first smart ring. The Aura ring costs nearly $400 and requires a subscription, $6 per month, to use all its features. Uh, the Movano ring uh, tracks users' health along with a wide range of parameters including sleep, heart rate, heart rate variability, activity, respiration, temperature, and blood oxygen. The company says its uh, product is different from other wearable health trackers because it helps users and their doctors make sense of the data. Quote, it gives you insight so you can make connections between Cause and effect, the company says. Their marketing materials make the implicit promise that a Movano ring can improve a user's quality of life by showing how a user's choices affect their health down the road. For example, the device can purportedly tell, uh, quote, tell you why you slept the way you did and that your resting heart rate's uh, higher after a few glasses of wine. Oh, boy. Uh, so, I mean, this is, this is like, this, like in, in a perfect world, this is this is cool right this is the things like this could save people's lives all right but in an imperfect world like we live in the issue is that uh clearly the, the privacy because somebody's tracking this data it's your health data it's going into some database somewhere and then what right what what happens with it and it's um like again right like you know like a, like for instance just for instance if it's tracking like your your blood oxygen level right 
it could be a good thing because it could detect like a blood clot early sort of situation, right? And they could kill you. So it, it, it is a good thing, except once again, back to that whole privacy business. It's like, you just can't trust these tech companies. They're all so shady and shit that, and not only that, they get, they get their, their nuts hacked off constantly. So even if, even if you could trust them with this data, they're, they're holding it and somebody's going to hack it eventually. So it's un, again, unfortunate. The world we live in is not that perfect world. And here we go. Uh, there you go. Uh, the, the smart hand. <laughs> this is dark devious. Exactly. The smart hand. Uh, 702-957-1037. You want to be part of the show? Click the Discord link. Watch in the Discord and uh, you can hop right in here and uh, be part of the show. Easy peasy as that. Uh, let's go. Let's continue, shall we? Let's go to ABC News. And let's see. Let's link it in the chat. What's going on, guys? I see you there. See in the chat. Uh, here we go. Uh, FBI arrests man who allegedly spied on Egyptian president's opponents. Hmm, that's super weird. Uh, so the man reportedly sent Egypt information on critics of Abdel Fateh El Sisi. Uh, I'll just say El Sisi for short here. An Egyptian American has been charged with acting as an illegal agent of Egypt as he tracked and obtained information regarding political opponents of the Egyptian president, federal prosecutors in New York said. Explain to me this. How is this illegal? Like tracking, okay, quote, tracked and obtained information regarding political opponents. What does that mean? Does that mean like illegal surveillance or does that mean keeping tabs on them? You know what I mean? I don't know. Like that, this, this seems a little shady that, uh, that the FBI is arresting this guy when this is like an Egyptian thing. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, it, it's the latest example of an autocratic leader extending their grip beyond their borders to squ uh, quash political dissent, a hand that in recent years has even extended into the U.S., according to some analysts. Pierre Gurgis, age 39, quote, operated at the direction and control of multiple employees of the Egyptian government, uh, according to the criminal complaint. Uh, and as he spied on critics of President El Sisi, the G Egyptian general who seized power in 2013. So uh, once again, let's see operated at the direction and control of multiple employees of the Egyptian government. So he was actually operating for the Egyptian government. And uh, I don't know, so, so, something, yeah, exactly. Something doesn't seem right here. This seems to be odd. Let's say odd. Uh, why, the, why the FBI is even involved in this, um, I don't know. Uh, so anyway, uh, we'll keep an eye on stuff like this because, yeah, uh, quote, at the behest of Egyptian officials, a Gurgi's alleged, pro, uh, alleged prohibited conduct included attempting to covertly gather non-public intelligence about the activities of political opponents of Egypt's president and attempting to gain access for foreign officials to attend law enforcement only trainings in Manhattan. It's still OK. So non-public intelligence. So they were hacking or something or there was, there was OK. So there was something going on on here but but i don't know anyway it does seem a little bit shady that uh we have the the fbi uh, arresting uh, uh, an egyptian national that was working for their government uh don't they have their own uh <laughs> police and fbi or whatever anyway whatever whatever uh 702-957-1037 click the discord link and uh there you go we'll be on the show easy peasy is that let's go to uh viz.org uh where we at time wise make sure we're good let's see yeah we're fine okay now now, now uh, remember how i always say on these news shows that uh that this this is this is what they're they're setting up it seems like 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 i keep saying and i don't know uh, like as 
you know, I don't have any inside sources or any of the rest of this stuff. But uh, it does seem that as these 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 it just keeps coming back into the conversation of right. We're going to get smacked by an asteroid. 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 <laughs> Here we go. Uh, the several asteroids are heading towards Earth. How we deal with threats, right? And so it's like every single week there's at least one new you know asteroid the size of the Eiffel Tower or Big Ben or exactly uh, like uh, whatever the Statue of Liberty it's always something like that right and uh, it's clickbait headlines but and it always says uh, potentially hazardous but all that means is not right it means not it means close enough to watch it as it goes by sort of thing but uh, none of these have actually been on the actual um, like impact uh, trajectory so I don't know anyway it says don't look now but we are currently experiencing a rash of stories about a fourth forthcoming global catastrophe yeah no kidding uh, but in, in a change from reports of pandemics and climate change this global catastrophe is produced by the impact of a giant asteroid or comet or both this may feel extra ominous given the events in the recent netflix film don't look up in which the earth is threatened by a planet killer asteroid has anybody seen that it's gotten a ton of press that uh, don't look up on netflix i haven't seen it um i don't know when everybody's talking about it it kind of pisses me off <laughs> it kind of it's just uh it's like uh it's it's the old uh climate change uh allegory right it's just like uh, uh anyway has anybody seen that is it good i don't know i'll read the chat in a second see if anybody's seen it, it says uh, but how how worried should we really be and what would happen if such a body actually hit us uh it has been my experience that killer asteroids tend to strike in the summer months when news is thin on the ground what maybe we are so tired of grim news about the spread of the omicron covid variant and associated programs problems that a killer asteroid or comet makes a refreshing change what are you talking about this is uh, by monica grady of the conversation okay that sounds this sounds like poor logic but okay whatevs uh uh, but again, right, saying that uh, it's a symptom of news cycles. It's not a symptom of actually killer asteroids. So uh, like I've been saying, right, uh, like, yeah, uh, let's see. Uh, I watched Don't Look Up last Thursday. Absolutely great movie. All right, cool. Uh, let's see. Um, da, 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 da. It's, it's a good commentary on our society and politics. It's pretty good. Okay. And we got two two people, so that's pretty good. Uh, there you go. Oh, everyone watch our propaganda. Yeah, kind of. That's what I mean. It's like I uh, kind of don't want to watch it if it's one of those things. But uh, if it is good and at least entertaining, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a gander. Uh, let's see. Dark TV says Ariana Grande. Uh, turn off the shit news. Don't look up because you're all going to die, right? Yeah. Yeah, if it's worth a watch, I'll give it a watch. Thank you. Thank you for that feedback, guys. All right. So uh, some UK newspapers have turned to Nostradamus, the 16th century astrologer. A couple ran stories at the end of 2021 about 2022 being the year in which Nostradamus predicted that the world would end in a giant impact with a body from space. Uh, this hook has resulted in tabulations of objects that may or likely uh, that may or more likely will not come close to earth in 2022 and let's check this out so apparently here's the one the uh prophecies of Nos nostradamus there you go mike stradamus says no no but uh nostradamus has predicted an asteroid strike and rise of killer robots to happen in 2022 well sweet maybe this will be a trouble mind show uh next week when we come back uh but yeah there we go so we'll uh we'll leave that as uh, i'll drop that into my link link uh link special link folder and we'll get back and uh yeah cobra kai is pretty good too 
Yeah, sweet. Tons of stuff for me to watch. Uh, as you guys know, I'm going to take uh, next week off. No troubled minds. I will try and keep the uh, the podcast feed at least peppered with some stuff, some older stuff to kind of get it up there and uh, keep you guys from getting bored out of your gourd if uh, you know you're at work and are used to listening to the show on the podcast feed or whatever. So anyway, just uh, just a reminder that we will uh, have no troubled minds next week. Um, and I was going to do a show tonight, by the way, but I'm just gonna I'm gonna rest instead. But uh, what I will do is I'll push it to tomorrow. Uh, so we will have one more uh, to make up for the one we missed on what was it Tuesday when my monitor died so we'll do one tomorrow night and uh, that'll be the last one for the week and then uh, that'll go up to the podcast feed and all next week from from Monday through Friday there will be no trouble of mine it's gonna just take the time off work on another YouTube channel do some work around the house just uh, just just kind of re- re- recharge the batteries just reset and then uh, come back the following week strong and uh, kicking ass so there, this may be a, a nice little uh, uh, teaser of what's to come the Nostradamus predicted at asteroid strike and the rise of killer robots so there you go look forward to that uh actually maybe even tomorrow hmm. <laughs> all right so uh if you want to be part of the show 702 uh, oops and 957-1037 at 702-957-1037 and uh we'll put you on the show easy peasy as that let's see yep no calls we're good everything's fine uh all good all right cool let uh, let us continue shall we we have let's see that's uh, about that time we got about this many left uh all right cool let's go here let's do this uh let me take a swig actually uh what time is it what time is it okay yeah let's do this and then we'll take one more quick final break and then finish up the segment and uh, finish up the, the show here so uh we've got this this is um you guys remember that uh, conspiracy theory with the uh the, the birds are fake remember we talked about that it's like a like a gen z conspiracy well this guy uh, this is from newsweek uh man vomits live on air during tv interview uh i'm so nervous he says right okay so anyway there is a video i'm not going to play this I'm not I'm for you. I'm not going to play this so you guys don't have to look away uh i didn't watch it myself because i'm not into watching people puke but uh the televised conversation with the self-styled parody conspiracy theorist movement was unexpectedly curtailed following a very graphic scene of sickness although some viewers believe it was nothing more than a publicity stunt ah publicity stunts those don't happen do they not in this world uh peter mcindale credited with setting up a surrealist campaigner group birds aren't real was being interviewed on morning tv when a dramatic incident occurred well this Generation Z, people in their mid-20s through their late 30s. Uh, He said, Gen Z is full of some amazing men, women, and children who are aiming for change. This is what our movement is all about. Now, I don't know what you guys, uh, I don't know how how you see this, but I think that, you know, starting a campaign and actually getting traction that birds aren't real is... I think it's a good way to get yourself made fun of, right? Uh, I mean, if you want to be an activist... Don't you think there are better ways than this? Uh, this is this and this is why we can't have nice things guys this is this is why we can't have nice things there's a thousand better ways to to be act activists than birds aren't real i mean that's that's ridiculous that's just ridiculous uh anyway then as the wgn9 news anchor poses another question about gen z's supposed propensity towards falling for conspiracy theories mackendoe is seen taking a large gulp from a mug but before the end of the question is reached mackendoe is suddenly and graphically vomiting brown liquid he then appears to immediately apologize for the interruption adding i'm so nervous the live feed then appears to be cut and replaced with stock footage from birds aren't real demonstrations although audio of the exchange continued and further loud wrenching uh wrenching i think is heard anyway uh uh 
And this is why we can't have nice things, guys. This is why we can't have nice things. Uh, yes, uh, there you go. Activist seems like something you say after your troll thing goes viral. Yeah, exactly, right? So you don't embarrass yourself. You're like, oh, shit, this actually went viral. Uh, yeah, we were trying to make a point about climate change. Yes, that's what Birds Aren't Real is about. We're activists for the future of the world. Yeah, exactly, right? Uh, anyway, uh, like I said, this is another reason why we can't have nice things. Uh, 702-957-1037, troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link, and here's one more message from our sponsor, which is you. Are you digging the show? If so, you can support us quite easily and at no additional cost to you if you already have an Amazon Prime account. Since we stream on Twitch every day, all you have to do is link your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account, and they give you free games on a monthly basis for your personal use, and also a bonus $5 a month to send to your favorite streamer as a way to bring more people to Twitch. And all you have to do is sync up to two accounts and click subscribe. Thanks for considering us. All right, so let's keep on moving. And we've got, uh, this is from the times.co.uk. And this one's pretty hot. Uh, just like Drew called, uh, and Andrew called in a little bit earlier and uh, was talking about maybe life on Venus or Mars or closer than we think. Uh, check this out. This is a pretty wild. Giant sunshade could make Venus habitable, says NASA's chief scientist. Huh. How about that? Hot enough on its surface to turn lead to liquid and permanently shrouded in toxic clouds that smell of rotten eggs. Venus may be a hard sell as a future home for humans. Yet Earth's ugly sister, well that's a nice way to put it, uh, the most scorching planet in our solar system, could be engineered to turn it from a hostile hostile inferno to an ocean world fit for human habitation, scientists believe. Uh, floated uh, the uh, as an idea in 1961 by the astronomer Carl Sagan, the potential for modifying Venus's atmosphere, temperature and ecology known as terraforming has captured the imagination after receiving a nod from NASA's chief scientist as he headed into retirement this week. And, uh, yeah, sunshade, I guess. I guess that's the next thing is, uh, well, we'll just put up some sunshades. And I saw this other one, too, where they were talking about um, terraforming Mars in a similar manner and putting up some sort of, um, like, sunblocker between uh, the – that kind of followed like like a satellite that blocked the sun hitting Mars. And they say that it would, uh, part of, part of the reaction of why the, the Venus or sorry, what the Mars, um, atmosphere is actually, uh, thinning, uh, is because of the, the, the charged particles from the sun, something like this. Uh, again, I'm not an, an astronomer or a physicist or any of this shit, but, uh, that's what they were saying in the article that, that I was reading and I didn't pull it up for this one. It's just kind of a, 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 a tangent thought I had here uh, regarding this this Venus news but but they they were talking about it uh, in terms of some sort of sun shield that uh, the instead of the atmosphere of Venus sort of escaping it would um, some sort of sun shield would actually keep it uh, its atmosphere would start building uh, instead uh, so they're saying they could terraform it by just putting up a uh, like some sort of shield anyway uh, pretty wild stuff here this is this is the type of thing though that if this if these, these ideas sort of work um, this is how you become like a type, you know, type one, type two uh, civilization on the Kardashev scale is that we start uh, being able to terraform planets um, sort of just by manipulating the, uh, you know, the, the natural process a little bit. And these planets sort of start taking care of themselves. Uh, what's up? Uh, Robert says Mars needs an ozone layer. Uh, what's up? Matt's and Matt's all chemtrails on Venus. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> Geoengineering Venus. Oh, geez. Oh, geez. What, what would that be called? Uh, 
not so not geoengineering it would be vino engineering <laughs> i don't know uh 702-957-1037 click the discord link troubleminds.org just uh hanging out uh, talking with our friends about uh news cycles and wild news because why the hell not all right, let's continue. Let's go to a new scientist. Uh, this one's pretty cool. Uh, ocean microbes uh, produce oxygen in a way we have never seen before. And uh, there you go. There's that. And uh, this is pretty wild. Uh, let's read some of this. A new way of producing oxygen has been discovered in microbes that live in the darkest depths of the ocean. Most oxygen on Earth is produced via photosynthesis, which requires light. But Don Canfield, Canfield? Yeah, Canfield at the University of South- Southern Denmark Mark and his colleagues have identified a microbe that doesn't photosynthesize but still generates oxygen. The researchers made the discovery in their lab after studying various microbes that can live in the dark, low oxygen settings of the deep ocean. Quote, we wanted to see the limit of oxygen concentration where organism, organisms can still live, says Canfield. Uh, in, the, in the course of their investigations, the researchers looked at a, oh boy, ar- archaea called nitrosopomylus. Yeah, maritime. Oh, Thymus, merit- uh, anyway, that oxidizes ammonia to produce nitrogen. Uh, producing nitrogen requires oxygen, and the microbe often lives in oxygen-rich areas of the ocean. It can, however, also survive the dark regions of the ocean where there is little oxygen, something that has puzzled, long puzzled scientists. Quote, nobody had any idea as to why they were there, says Canfield. The researchers produced cultures of the archaea in airtight containers that were kept in the dark. They then artificially reduced oxygen levels in the containers to mimic the deepest regions of the ocean ocean and this is where it gets weird the team found that after the archaic archaic consumed all the oxygen left in the culture oxygen levels actually started to rise again the researchers aren't exactly sure how the microbes generate the extra oxygen there are three known natural ways of producing oxygen in the dark without photosynthesis but the researchers say that the microbes are using a different biological mechanism one that we have never seen before and as we say right quite often on this show is that uh, life finds a way doesn't it and so there are per- amazing things happening out there all the damn time that science is still trying to wrap their head around and uh pretty pretty amazing stuff here so so uh cool uh hopefully we'll get more information about this and uh in you know these these uh these microbes should not be surviving in these situations but they are uh life does find a way indeed um all right uh 702-957-1037 click the discord link at troubledminds.org let's make sure we got no calls everything's fine all right let's uh keep on trucking we got a couple more and we'll finish this up uh, fbi says this this is from bleepingcomputer.com uh yep uh fbi tar- hackers target u.s defense firms with malicious usb packages uh-oh uh-oh the fbi warned u.s companies in a recently updated flash alert that the financially motivated fin 7 fin 7 cyber criminal group is targeting the u.s defense industry with packages containing malicious usb devices to deploy ransomware uh so just just a word to the wise guys if you get a usb uh (laughs) dongle in the mail don't go Put it in your computer, please, for crying the fuck out loud. Uh, Anyway, the attackers are mailing packages containing bad USB or bad Beetle USB devices with the Lily Go logo, commonly available for sale on the Internet. The packages have been mailed by the uh, USPS and the United Parcel Service, USPS and UPS, to businesses in the transportation and insurance industry since August 2021, and defense firms starting with November in uh, in November of 2021. Uh, So, yeah, uh, Fin7 operators impersonate Amazon. 
Amazon and the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services to trick the targets into opening the packages and connecting the USB drives to their systems. Since August, reports received by the FBI said that these malicious packages also contain letters about COVID-19 guidelines or counterfeit gift cards and forged thank you notes depending on the impersonated entity. After the targets plug the USB drive into their computers, it automatically registers as a human interface device keyboard, allowing it to operate even with removable storage devices toggled off. It then starts injecting keystrokes to install malware payloads on the compromised systems. Ah... This is also why we can't have nice things, guys. <laughs> this is another another reason here. Uh, don't jam random USBs into your... Uh, that goes without saying. That sounds dirty. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Uh, always know where your USBs are coming from, the USB drives. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, what's going on, guys? I see you in the chat. Uh, hope uh, hope everybody's doing well. Happy Friday. As you know, uh, Troubled Minds will be taking next week off, so we'll have one more show tomorrow night just to kind of round out the week, make up for the show we missed on Tuesday because of my broken monitor. And then next week, no Troubled Minds at all other than uh, some old old shows going up to the podcast feed. So uh, if, you, if you're missing us, no need to worry. Just uh, recharging the batteries and and um, doing doing the thing so i'll be i'll be home resting and hanging out and uh yeah there you go what's up what's up dre there in the chat says how dumb would you have to be to willingly plug in a random thumb drive to a government computer right exactly exactly they're like oh i wonder what this is let's find out what's on it Ding. <laughs> like <sighs> facepalm right but exactly like once again this is why we can't have nice things, guys. <laughs> this is why we can't have nice things. Uh, incredibly stupid. All right, let's go to this final one, and uh, let's wrap this up, wrap up the uh, the news for the week. And uh, again, so a uh, reminder, we will have a show tomorrow night. I'm, I was going to do it tonight, but uh, instead, just again, space it out, uh, make sure that uh, I'm not backed up with trying to come up with an idea between now and tonight so uh tomorrow night we will do a trouble mind show at the regular time 7 p.m so uh look forward to the saturday show and then after that no troubled minds after that for the for the following week um check this out this is pretty interesting if you guys are following the um uh, some of these end-to-end encryption sort of things with, uh, uh, you know, they, they said that um, uh, WhatsApp is one of them, that uh, end-to-end encryption stuff. Uh, and, and this is why you should use Signal and uh, instead of uh, just regular um, uh, text message apps uh, because, well, if they aren't encrypted, uh, there's there's an issue, right? They could be intercepted and all the rest of the stuff. So anyway, this is pretty wild that uh, Signal is actually uh, going to implement, Signal is a... Uh, uh, an actual um uh what you call it a a uh end to end encryption it's like a text messaging app i use i use signal myself it's uh, supposedly the, the most secure one out there it's the guys that actually worked for whatsapp they left because they were pissed off when zuckerberg bought it uh bought what whatsapp and started turning it into basically like malware <laughs> like it used to be like a, a secure thing and, and it, again like secure messaging messaging app but then zuckerberg just turned it into like a, a like a, the, the opposite right so so they, they left and built their own thing called signal but they're actually adding this is crazy uh untraceable payments <laughs> into, into signal like how could this go wrong right 
(laughs) It's like, oh, okay, you want to get shut down? This is like uh, exactly what they did to Silk Road. You remember all that stuff with all the rest of that? Uh, Pretty wild. Anyway, so it says, today let's talk about a little discussed story. Again, this is from TheVerge.com that I worry could someday have big implications. The encrypted messaging app signals introduction of anonymous cryptocurrency payments and the opportunity it could create for regulators around the world who have been looking for an excuse to eliminate end-to-end encryption altogether. Uh, Right? A year ago, Platformer was the first to report that Signal was considering adding cryptocurrency payments to the platform, and it started with MobileCoin. Signal CEO Moxie Marlinspike, that's a name for you, uh, has served as an advisor to the MobileCoin cryptocurrency, which is built on the Stellar blockchain and is designed to make payments as anonymous as cash. Uh, As Wired described in, in 2017, the idea of MobileCoin is to build a system that hides everything from everyone. Oh, well, <laughs> how could that go wrong? Last year, Mar- Marlins, uh, again, in a perfect world, this is fine. But, well, once again, we don't live in a perfect world, do we? Uh, last year, Marlin Spike told me Signal had merely begun some uh, design explorations around a mobile coin integration. Quote, if we decide we want to put payments into Signal, we would try to think really carefully about how we did that, Marlin Spike told me. It's hard to be totally hypothetical. Uh, but in fact, uh, work to integrate mobile coin was already well underway, just as nervous employees had told me at the time. Signal announced a test of the integration in the United Kingdom in the spring, and it quietly rolled out the rest of the world in mid-November. Uh, the company's typically chatty blog had nothing to say about it. And uh, yeah, interesting. So if they do this, of course, um, there's there's problems here, because this is exactly why, uh, the, the just like they said, giving regulators uh, an idea to go right after uh, right after uh, actual encryption by saying, look, you know, uh, basically terrorists are going to use this, right? Terrorists are going to be using this as usual, right? Like you can't do anything anonymously anonymously anymore because if you do, you're a terrorist. And so again, so it's that whole, remember that quote from Obama something where he said, you know, we're going to have to decide as a society if we, if we want to, you know, really, really have uh, anonymity and safety and we're going to have to make some decisions of, about uh, anyway, right? So, so uh, yeah, yeah, it's, um, th- this is unfortunate that it, it, like it, it in that perfect world, this should be fine. But it's if it's going to give regulators an end to come come squash this end to end encryption stuff, then uh, we have a problem. We have a bigger problem here. And so, so I don't know. I don't know. You tell me. As usual, uh, I don't. I don't have the answers here. I'm not the answers guy. But uh, this is one of those things where it's like, eh, well, <laughs> what's next? What's next? Hopefully, hopefully, uh, again, uh, this should be fine, right? And people using cash, cash trans, cash type of an transactions should be fine, but uh, the government disagrees, right? Uh, dipping into your bank account and reporting every $600 transaction, all the rest of that. It's not good. It's not a good thing. And uh, yeah, there we go. So uh, anyway, just uh, just, some, just some ramblings on a Friday. Happy Friday to, uh, to all you folks out there. You find folks that uh, uh, listen and contribute to the show. I appreciate it very much. Um, I read you in the chat. I see you guys there. Thanks for, uh, thanks for all the smart chat and all the amazing, uh, amazing support of this show and uh thanks for the phone call uh andrew uh, first time caller there uh look forward to speaking with you more in the future uh thing is this uh like i said uh so no troubled minds next week but tomorrow on saturday we will have one more show uh just to make up from the tuesday that we missed this week and um there you go there you go uh what's up stellar is still is still affordable at 25 cents all right all right there you go if uh, you're into crypto dark devious is the guy he's actually got a uh, a in the discord he's posting uh, some crypto 
confidential information. If you want to kind of stay on the tip of that, uh, he's he's watching very closely and sharing it with the rest of us as well. So if you're into that, join the Discord. There's lots of stuff in there. Uh, the only rule is just don't be a douchebag. It's it's okay to you know tell tell your ideas, but if you you spend your time trying to tell people they're they're wrong all the time, well then you're not going to fit in. Um, just uh, be tolerant of other people's ideas and uh, share your ideas as well. It's as simple as that. The, the, the rule is don't be a douchebag. Don't spam. Don't, you know, that's it. Like, it's, it's easy. It's super easy. Uh, so just uh, play nice with the other kids. And uh, there you go. So, all right. So uh, as we finish this up, um, well, let's get the hell out of here. Let's smash the button and do the thing and get some music. And uh, so reminder, no Trouble Minds next week. But we do have one more Saturday show tomorrow. And uh, we'll do uh, we'll do that to make up for the Tuesday show we missed. And um, that's what's going on. So so if you, uh, you want to be part of that, uh, stay tuned tomorrow at uh, 7 p.m. Uh, regular time we'll, we'll do the thing and uh, we may as well talk about this let's give you a little teaser Nostradamus predicted an asteroid strike and rise of killer robots to happen in 2022 maybe that'll be the thing wink wink uh, and there you go so alright let's uh, let's get the hell out of here one more time if uh, one uh, Saturday show tomorrow 7pm Pacific uh, thank you again for uh, hanging out with us tonight uh, th- thank you for the great call there Andrew uh, first time caller thank you to all the amazing and smart chat uh thank you thank you thank you for being you and supporting the show and um that's that's that that's that's that is a wrap that is a wrap in the week for troubled minds except for that secret show tomorrow so wink wink secret saturday show coming up coming up coming up coming up so we'll see you guys tomorrow have a fantastic evening happy friday uh and uh all the rest of that time to get the hell out of here let's do it let's do it let it roll michael strange out. Happy Friday. See you guys tomorrow. time to start firing up the grill from city to shore acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season download the acme app the shop for this season's essentials any way you want open the acme app clip your deals then order your items online an experienced acme associate will carefully select your groceries bag your order and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details